Dude, it keeps going to mute. It keeps going to mute. Well, I'm holding it like this. <laughs> All right, is it working now? All right, I'm not going to touch it. I'm just going to put it right. All right, let's start again. Welcome to Wednesday night service. Whew. All right, so if you didn't hear, next Tuesday, we're having our Bible workers uh, dinner. Uh, it'll be in the fellowship hall, so if you participated in um, Sunday school, youth, children, any of those ministries, come join us. Um, have a good meal and get some discipleship um, while we're there. Um, then let's see, uh, next Wednesday night, we'll have church conference, August 10th, and the personnel committee is going to bring a motion forward um, about um, pulpit supply pay only. This had not anything to do with interim pastor or with, uh, with pastor, future pastor salary. This is strictly pulpit supply. So they're going to bring a motion forward about that. Um, basically what it is is um, anyone who comes fills our pulpit on Sunday morning, um, it'll be $350 um, for them, and that includes um, Chris as well. So that's going to be a motion. That we'll, I'll announce it again on Sunday morning, and then we'll have a personnel committee bring that uh, next next Wednesday. So, all right. So let's take a look at our uh, prayer list. Um, so up at the top, um, just remember Nina Fisher. Um, you know she's uh, she's just having a rough time. So just uh, just remember Nina, um, Rosalie. Remember Rosalie. Um, so this. On the left-hand side, I'm not sure about some of these. If there's someone here who can give some updates about these, if you want to share, that'd be great. Um, remember, remember Paul and his family, they began to transition to Oklahoma. Um, uh, of course, remember our youth. Um, they're at Caswell right now, so well, we've talked to Olivia a couple times. She's having a big time. Sounds like all of them are. Um, it was a, I said it was hot, but uh, they're having a good time. So I talked to her last night and said she was tired. And Mark said, well, go get you some sleep. She said, no, we're not going to sleep. <laughs> so I guess when she gets back. But remember them. They'll be traveling back on Friday, so remember them as they, they travel back. And then we get them back, and then we send our seniors off. So next week, remember their trip um, as they head to, uh, to Caswell. Um, then, uh, of course, I'd have Mickey here this evening after his uh, recent uh, trip to Charlotte and doing well now. All good. Praise the Lord on that. And then Bill Newell, um, he had, a, had some surgery done on Monday morning. Um, and I guess, I, just, I thought I saw Neil. There. Is he back? He, he is home now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, remember uh, Nina's granddaughter? I guess great-granddaughter, actually. Darby Fisher, she's in the hospital this evening having some um, issues. But uh, just remember her, Darby Fisher. Um, and then Richard shared with me a little bit earlier today that um, his granddaughter Anna is back in the U.S., She's in Dallas right now and had a good trip, and uh, he, he shared a letter with me that she had shared with him. And in it, um, she talks about uh, in the village they were in, 
they are very much dependent on rain and they collect, they have a couple of tanks and um, so when it rains, they collect the rainwater and store it. But then they were in a time of drought and they're getting kind of low on the water. And so uh, they began to pray, you know, pray amongst their group. And I'm sure it was a good witness to everyone in the village and it started raining and it filled their tanks up. And so they were, they were able to witness the, um, the power of prayer there. So then it rained so much, they were getting ready to leave and they needed the roads to be dry. So they prayed that the rain would quit and in a matter of time, the rain quit. So um, there was two, two, uh, two, store, two good witnesses there with, um, with the village there and seeing how, how those people prayed to God and, and how he answered their prayer. Um, let's see, remember Monica back there in the back? She's had some uh, tests this week, and, and uh, we'll have uh, maybe a few more. And, but, uh, you know, your parents are, are very wise people. And she gave some, her mom gave some good advice today. The reason she was, you know, because she's had a little bit of struggle with, with some of this. And, and her mama told her that, um, that her dad and her mom were both controlling people and liked to be in control of everything. So she got a double dose of it. And what she needed to do was forget about that and let God be in control. So, so that was words of wisdom from my mother-in-law this week to Monica. So, uh. All right. Um, how about any other prayer requests? might drop you off somewhere in between. <laughs> All right, glad she's doing well. What was her name?
bags. Any more praises? I got one to share. Um, I, I can't give away the name. I don't want to be a spoiler alert, but um, the youth, I know there's been one um, profession of faith while they were down there um, that, uh, that I heard about today. But, you know, so God's working down there, and, and so I know there's been one. I'm sure there's more, and I'm sure there's some new commitments as well, but um, I know that there's one, one youth already that has accepted Christ. So, yep, so. Anything else? Well, then, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Well, Father, we're, uh, we're thankful that, uh, that we can gather in the middle of the week as a fellowship of believers. We can come to you to worship and, and uh, just be, be together and, and share our joys and, and pray together. And so, Lord, that's what we're doing here this evening, Lord. We just uh, want to take this time to, to pray and lift up those ones that were that were um, on here, whether they're sick and been in the hospital and they're recovering now, or the ones that are sick and we don't know why, the ones that are shut in and the ones that are that are just uh, just trying to make it, um, maybe going through emotional or uh, spiritual things, we just lift up all those to you, Lord. We pray for all the names that were listed here this evening and lifted up. We just, uh, I can't remember them all, but I know that you can, Lord. You heard everyone. Um, so I just lift those up to you this evening, Lord. Um, I lift up the unspoken requests that we all have here, Lord. We just pray that you would that you would hear those and, and help us uh, address those and, and just be with us as we, we go through this. Lord, we, uh, we're excited to know that the youth are, are uh, at the beach at Camp Caswell this week and, and that they're learning about you and fellowshipping fellowship with you and, and fellowshipping with one another and, and learning about you. And Lord, we just pray that Tonight, all the way till the time they leave, um, it just be a very meaningful time to them, a time in their life where they, they can look back on and realize that, that um, you were there and that you changed their life and you made, made a difference in their life in this couple of days they were down there. Lord, we also pray for our, our seniors as they prepare to go down there next week. We just pray it will be as equally impactful <clears throat> for them as they go down there and, and uh just have a time to fellowship with one another and worship you. And Lord, we just pray that that would be a glorifying time to you uh, down there next week. And Lord, we just, uh, we're thankful for, for all the many blessings of our, our church and the things that you uh, do in our church and how you work. And we just pray that you would uh, continue to bless our church 
in our congregation, Lord, that you would just be, uh, just your Holy Spirit would just be present here, and uh, we would feel your presence, and Lord, we'd want to leave here with an excitement to share the gospel with, with everyone we come and encounter with. So Lord, now we just ask you to go with us now, and you guide us, and, and uh, that we would serve you wholeheartedly. In Christ's name, amen. All right. Oh, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I just got a little short lesson I've kind of put together this evening, but I wanted to talk about prayer. And so, when you think about prayer, what comes to your mind? What do you do you think about? I'm. You don't have to answer. I was just, you know, when you start thinking about what prayer prayer is, and for me, too often it's. Lord, forgive me for doing this, and could you help me with this while I'm praying? You know, but that's, that's not praying. Often that's what I find myself doing. You know, praying should be a personal time, um, a private time between you and God, building that relationship. And that's what I'm working on in my own life. And, you know, as you, you think about it, like I said, sometimes it's just forgive me for this and help me with this and, and go on. But, um, you know, the Bible tells us a lot about prayer. And it's that building that relationship with God. It's when we pray, it should be a time to honor God, praise Him for His holiness, who He is. We should look to submit ourselves to His plan for our lives and that His will be done in our lives. Um, we need to acknowledge Him and thank Him as our provider and our sustainer and realize that, you know, without Him, we don't have anything, and He is our provider. It's also a time for asking for forgiveness. And asking you know, forgiveness for our shortfalls of our sins and things that we that we do wrong. It's also a time to forgive, to ask forgiveness for ways that we have sinned against each other, and, and forgiveness for not only for our sins but Him to forgive us for the way that we've treated and sinned against others. And it's also a time for protection from sin and temptation, and help us to guard our hearts against sin. And just that building that relationship with Him makes you that much more not want to sin as you have that relationship. The closer you have a relationship with God, the less you want to disappoint Him. It's just like with your family and your, your hus- husband and wife and kids. You don't want to disappoint Him. That's the same way when you have that relationship with Christ. Um, and acknowledge Him as the one true God with all the power who deserves all the glory and have a kingdom that's going to reign forever. He's a God like no other God. And just acknowledge that. And so if those things sounded familiar, that's really, that's the Lord's Prayer. That's what um, that comes from, is from the Lord's prayer, prayer in Matthew 6. And so, I was also thinking about, you know, is prayer important? You know, and so, as you look through the Bible, I only have a couple examples here tonight, because I wasn't sure how much time I had, but I just have a couple examples. And you think about Daniel. You think Daniel thought prayer was important? There was a decree that went out, a law that went out that said you can't pray to anybody but the king. But he didn't care. He still prayed. And, of course, it cost him going to the lion's den. Of course, we know that the God was with him through that and brought him out of that um, lion's den. So prayer was important to Daniel. Um, and then Hannah. 
which I didn't know. I, I, I hadn't heard this story in a long time. It's a team kid story, I think, but I, I hadn't heard it in a long time. But Hannah, you know, she, um, she was unable to have children. And, um, you know, back then, well, even today, I guess, if you can't have children, I th- I'm sure that's a big emotional thing. But um, even back then, that was almost an embarrassment to your husband. Um, so she prayed to God, and God gave her a child. And that child was, was Samuel. And not only did he, she give him, uh, not only did he give her a child, he gave her a child that he used in great ways um, throughout the Bible. Someone that God trusted, and you know helped him do great things. And then I think about Paul and Silas. You know, they were beaten and whipped and thrown in jail. And uh, yet at midnight they prayed and sang songs. And I've never been in jail. I hope I'm never in jail. But <laughs> I can't imagine at midnight me wanting to. I, mean, I might be praying. I might be praying, God, get me out of here. But they were praying around all the other prisoners. And they were singing songs. And you remember what happened? An earthquake. And all the doors flew open. And then there was that, uh, the guard who'd fallen asleep. He woke, woke up and saw that all the doors were open. And, uh, of course, no one had left. And uh, so he ended up being saved as a result of these prayers and God working in Paul and Silas's life. But um, what do you think Jesus thought about prayer? Jesus spoke over 20 times about prayer in the Gospels. One of the times was in Luke six twelve. It said, "In these days, he went out to the mountain to pray." And at night, he continued to pray to God. So he went out to the mountain to pray, and he prayed through the night. He was preparing to select the 12 disciples. So there was a big day coming. So he, he knew, knew that the disciples were getting ready. To, he was getting ready to call those men that would serve and walk with him and learn. And then once he died, that they would go on to carry on the gospel message. And so he was praying that night before because he knew the men he was selecting. Um, then there was another one in Mark 1.35. It says, And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. So I don't know about you, but um, I was multitasking when I prayed this morning on the way to work driving. That was mine. I wasn't before, up before the sunrise. I wasn't in a, in a place all alone. But Jesus found a spot went out and prayed before the sunrise in the dark. He knew it was important. And so he was preparing his day because um, he knew the next day he was going out to, to preach. The, you know, he was going to another town, and they were going to be preaching and telling, you know, telling the gospel. and just or telling He would be preaching and teaching in a new town. He knew that was important, so he had to start his day off right. So that was a lesson for me as I, as I thought about that this morning. I didn't get up to pray. I was on multitasking, but... Um, so then the next one was in Matthew twenty six thirty six, And, of course, this is um, in the garden. And so it was the night before his arrest. And uh, he, told the, he told the disciples um, to wait here. And he took three of them. He took James, Peter, and John. And they followed with him for a little while. And then they, he had them stop. And he went to pray. I'm going to try to find this right here, what he said. Um, 
see. Yeah, and so um, he said he went a little further. He told them to stay. He went a little further and fell on his face and began to pray, saying, Oh, my Father, if it is possible that this cup pass from me, nevertheless, not as I will, but you will. So he prayed. And then he went back to the, back to the disciples. And what were they doing? They were asleep. So um, he kind of scolds them. And then he goes back and he prays again. A second time, he went away. And he said, my, Oh, my Father, if this cup cannot pass away from me um, unless I drink. Oh, my Father, if this cup can not pass away from me unless I drink it, your will will be done. So that was the second time he went and prayed. And so then the third time, he went back and um, found them asleep again. And uh, this time, he left them and went away and prayed a third time, saying the same words. So he prayed three times, and then he would, um, then after that, when he came back the third time, he said, are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed at the hands of sinners. So then they came and took him away. But he realized the importance of prayer as he was preparing for this. Um, as he was preparing for um, him to be arrested and to be beaten and then hang on that cross um, so that you know, he could have prayed very easily to not have to do, not to go through that, but he didn't. He chose to take that cup and to die on that cross for, um, for the sins of the world, my sins, your sins. He died on the cross. He knew that he, um, that was where he was going and he prayed about it because he knew it was going to be a very important thing as he knew he was taking, he was going to be the uh, sin, he was going to take the sin from us so that we could have eternal life. So he knew it was important. So um, as we think about um, these examples through the, through the, um, the Bible of prayer, um, I wanted to say this tonight because I think it's going to be important for, for us as we transition um, and, and we're trying to find a new pastor and the things that come up. I just want us to begin to pray for spiritual growth, the health of our church, um, our commitment to Starnes Cove to serve and be a part of what God has planned here at Starnes Cove. Um, you know, and, oh gosh, paper sticking together. And then also pray for our community, you know, help that we're a lighthouse um, within the community and during this transition. Um, pray for our committees, our nominating committee, our, our committees that, you know, that serve food. Um, pray, pray for our deacons, our youth, our children, our senior adults. There's so many ministries that go on in the church um, that are so important, not only for us, but also for this community. And, uh, and also pray for our future pastor, whoever that is. God knows who that is, but we're getting to pray for now. Pray for... Um, but just be in prayer for our church as we transition through and just know that uh, we need to be seeking God's will God's, um, God's guidance in this as we move forward just as Daniel, Daniel prayed and Hannah and Paul and Silas and Jesus you know, they all felt their, what they were doing um, they knew that they couldn't do it without the without prayer so uh, I, that's my that's my prayer for tonight is that that we would as we move forward with this um, begin to pray about it now and that we keep our church healthy keep our church moving forward and then we're not don't become a dying church but we we move forward and and begin to pray about it and strengthen so 
we have just a few minutes left, and so what I thought how we would end tonight is is prayer. So, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe you'd like to come up here to the altar and, and pray, maybe or maybe we could just stand and maybe hold hands, you know, just something to kind of unify us in, in one one prayer here this evening as we as we close. Um, you know, if if you want to the altar, we come up here and, and bow down at the altar and pray. Um, but I, I wanted us, you know, as a as a church this evening to pray. So if you like, the altar's open, or maybe just stand and and hold hands with someone beside you or put an arm on their shoulder or something and just um, just be a time of prayer.